0: So the feller says to the pilot, I want to thank you for them airplane rides. And the pilot, he says, "Uh, What do you mean rides? You only took one. So the feller says, That's right. My first and my last. (laughs) You know, old timer, someday after I get back from San Francisco... I'm going to take you all over town and see how many places we stop at that you can think up a joke about. Yeah, it'd be fun. Well, looks like my plane is loading out there. I better get aboard. You take it easy, Bill. We want to see you back here safe and sound. You take good care of things while I'm gone, Stumpy. Don't let Henry get out of hand. Oh, he won't be no bother at all. If he gives me any trouble, I'll. Uh... ...punish him with a little of my harmonica music. (laughs) Well, have a good trip. Bring us back plenty of souvenirs. I wish this were a pleasure trip... ...rather than a business trip, Stumpy. But I'm afraid we'll be pretty busy all the time there. You'd better run, Bill. Looks like that plane's gonna hold uh, not very many more. Right. Uh, So long, Stumpy. Uh, Say goodbye to Henry for me. Tell him I'm sorry he couldn't have come out this morning...
2: Gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. We'll be flying at 10,000 feet with clear weather between here and San Francisco. A slight tailwind may get us there a bit ahead of schedule, but we'll be close to the scheduled time nevertheless. Thank God.
3: I beg your pardon? I I said thank God. About arriving on time, I mean. Even a little early. I need every minute that can be spared. Oh? Yes. You see... I'm a heart surgeon. Croft is the name. Emmanuel Croft.
0: Oh, yes. And mine is Bill Jefferson. Happy to meet you. Oh, and I you. Are you on your way to an operation, Dr. Croft?
3: Yes. uh, Unusual case. And wouldn't you know I'd have trouble making reservations? Everyone and his brother seems to be going someplace this weekend. (laughs) It's essential that I get to San Francisco today. The patient is in such condition that to wait might be
0: fatal I see you can be thankful for our day of faster travel
3: I am indeed uh, your uniform uh, some kind of police officer or something forest ranger <laughs> up here looking for forest fires Mr. Jefferson <laughs> not exactly <laughs> I am on a special assignment you uh, like your work
0: very much If you'll excuse a slight pun on your work, Doctor, I
3: feel very close to the heart of nature. I feel the same way exactly, and with a more definite reason. (laughs) I can't disagree with you there. Sometimes I forget how really large and varied God's creation is. Here we are, you, a man of the forest, and me, a man of the body, flying here among clouds of indescribable variety. I find it all, well, all very inspiring. I know. I do,
0: too. It's hard to think sometimes that a god of so great a creation could ever really care for any one of his creatures, isn't it?
3: But he does. Mm-hmm.
0: Are you a Christian, Doctor? Uh,
3: well, y- yes. And I suspect you are, too. Right. Right
0: makes a difference in a man. The way you can appreciate God's creation... when you have some idea of how wonderful the Creator is... when He's
3: actually spoken to you. I should say so. Uh, Just call me Bill, uh, Doctor. Oh, thank you. You know, sometimes after a few months of looking at nothing but the insides of people... it, it does a man good to get out into space like this... and see something of the, the magnitude of God... And on the
0: other hand, doctor, for someone like myself, who spends most of his time in the, well, wide-open spaces, I would imagine seeing the microscopic complexity and carefulness of God would be very refreshing.
3: (laughs) Unless you have a strong stomach, I don't suggest looking in on a heart operation. (laughs) I suppose not.
0: I'll just stick to leaves and small animals the heavens declare the glory of the lord and the earth shows his handiwork yes
3: well the light of the seatbelt sign has gone off now we can relax oh, yes i'd forgotten
0: we even had them on we use them all the time on the highway in our cars oh are they really a help they're a bigger lifesaver than most people realize doctor You know, it's been estimated in research that over 60% of fatalities in road accidents could have been prevented by the use of seatbelts. Why, just last July 4th, when over 400 people were killed, experts said that a good half of them might have been saved by seatbelts.
3: That's an impressive statistic, Bill. I know the AMA has recommended them. Mm Mm-hmm. And there are a great many agencies and associations that do.
0: But as yet, less than 1% of the drivers in this country own them.
3: Well, I must admit that I don't have them. Never thought much about them, I guess. I guess I got a bit preachy on this subject, didn't I?
0: <laughs> but when you've looked at as many accidents as I have and realized that over half the deaths or serious injuries that you've seen could have been avoided, well, you can see why I'm so strong, them.
1: Well, I'm with you there, Ranger. I've been racing all my life, and I'd probably be dead by now if it weren't for them seatbelts. Oh? Toby Crane's
0: the name. I'm glad to meet you, Toby. Uh, my name is Bill Jefferson, and this is... Uh... Uh, I
1: know who the Doc is. Oh, do you? Sure. You uh, possibly don't remember, Doc, but um, I had my picture on the same page in the newspaper as you did. It was a while ago, but I thought at the time I was really coming up <laughs> to be on the same page as a great doctor like yourself. I'm sorry, I don't remember. Oh, that's all right. Who would expect you to? You say that you're a racer, Toby? That's right. Uh, only nothing like cars. No. Uh, I race sailboats. Sailboats? <laughs> Everybody's always surprised when I tell them. I guess everybody thinks it's a rich man's sport. And well, I guess it is for most folks. I suppose that's true around the coast area.
0: But back in Naughty Pine, we have sail races all summer. Very few of the contestants are what you'd call wealthy.
1: Well, the the big competition is only for them what's got the money. And those of us who crash that set, which aren't many. You're on your way to San Francisco to raise, Mr. Graham? That's right. Tomorrow, first thing. That pilot said some sweet words when he said we might be early. The more I have, uh, the more time I have to get my ship in shape. Hmm. Ship shape. Hmm. Well, anyway, uh, the more time I have, the better. This is a big one tomorrow. If I win it, I might even make a few pages closer to the front of the paper doc. I'd hate to leave you that way. I'll uh, survive the experience. (laughs) You know, when I was a kid, I used to think you big doctors were all just a bunch of stuffed shirts. But now that I'm moving around in your circles, I find you ain't such a bad bunch after all. You're, uh, pretty proud to be associating with the wealthier set, aren't you, Toby? Hmm, why not? You know what I was? I was a runny-nosed kid from the run-down part of town. My own father had to wait tables just to keep our family going. You're right I'm proud. I'm up where the real people are. Maybe in your learning about people, you'll find
3: out that there are real people in every strata of society, Toby.
1: What's that to me?
3: I'm finding my element. You know, the trouble with flying is that you don't seem to be moving. At least on the ground you have the satisfaction of knowing that you're getting to your destination (laughs) i know what you mean but up here we're moving a whole lot
1: faster than on the ground satisfaction or no i know what you mean doc i'm all anxious to get to san francisco man when that race runs tomorrow a lot of hearts are gonna run high if i don't get there soon one heart may stop running
3: altogether
0: hey that's
3: funny huh what's that
1: uh, the light is on up front again. Oh, so it is. Fasten seatbelts. Huh, I guess I get a bit better get back to my seat. See you later, doc. What do you make of it, Bill?
0: I don't know. This plane isn't scheduled to stop anywhere between here and San Francisco.
3: Some of the other passengers are beginning to be disturbed.
2: Oh, I think so. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain again. I'm going to have to ask your cooperation. We're having some functional difficulty with the engines. We're going to have to make a forced landing. Now, please keep your seats. Do not panic. We're over ideal country in which to land, and I anticipate no difficulty whatsoever. Aid will be on its way soon after we land. Thank you.
3: Engine trouble? Bill, this means. I
0: know, that we won't Doctor looks as though you may not get to San Francisco today. In fact, there's no sure way of telling when any of us will get there.
2: Jefferson, come in. The stewardess said you wanted
0: to speak to me, Captain. Uh, by the way, we all appreciate that fine landing.
2: Well, uh, thanks. That's not the largest of our problems, though. Oh? The major difficulty here is that no one knows we're here.
0: But I got the idea when you spoke over the intercom that you were probably
2: radioing for help. Which is all I could think of to say, actually. You see, the radio went dead about, oh, half an hour ago. The trouble all seems to be related, probably something in the electrical system. Well, if
0: I can be of any help...
2: Well, that's why I called you up here. I figured that, well, you being a ranger and all, you might have some ideas on how to get out of this fix. Seems to me I'm always hearing about your kind of people getting out of tight spots. I'm afraid that's a little blown up. Well, it makes no matter. Any ideas? Are we on any regular route?
0: I mean, do planes fly over this area regularly?
2: Actually, it depends on wind conditions up there. But I'd say probably. Mm Mm-hmm. And the obvious thing would be to somehow attract their attention. I played with that idea, Ranger, and came up with one trouble. Oh? The name of this airline's... Mm Mm-hmm. White Airlines. Exactly. And our identifying mark? Oh, of course.
0: Planes painted white. We probably don't even show up against
2: this ground of snow. So... Here we are, right back where we started from.
0: No, not exactly. An idea? I'll need as many able bodied men as around this flight to help me, but I think it can be done. What is it? Come on, let's get a crew together. Three, attention, team three, keeping a straighter line, right this way, straighter line.
2: I've going to hand it to you, Bill. It's a great idea. I read about it somewhere, Captain. Having those men stomp out a giant word, help, in the snow. You know, already you can see it taking shape from here.
0: That's why I wanted to stand up here on top of the plane. I needed a vantage point from which to direct the lettering. By the size of that
2: big help, I'd say you could see it at,
0: oh, 10,000 feet easy. We've got lots of paper to do our writing on. Let's just hope a snowstorm or too strong the wind doesn't come along and act as a
2: big eraser. What are you planning to do after they get that big word stumped out? Just sit inside the plane where it's warm and wait? I have one more little snow-stomping job to
0: take care of first. Oh? Seems to me that if the snow is packed down around the plane... We'd stand out in better relief. That way, whoever saw the big uh, help in the snow would probably look closer and see the plane.
2: Well, that's a good idea.
0: I don't know how those men out there doing the work feel, but standing up
2: here on top of this plane is a mighty cold job. Yeah, I'll be glad to get back inside myself, even if it means that we just sit and wait.
3: time is it? A uh, little past noon, doctor. And still no sign of help. No, I'm afraid not. Sometimes the ways of God are past finding out.
0: But they're still the ways of God, doctor.
1: Oh, uh, why did this have to happen to me? just when I was about to hit the top. You aren't out of the race yet, Toby. I might as well be. I'm stuck here in this beat-up plane.
0: Well, I think you take advantage of the time. What doing? Giving a little thought to how shaky all this is that you're basing your life on. What? Toby, your whole dream castle could be shattered by a few mechanical difficulties on a plane. Sounds to me like you're on shaky ground.
2: The way we figure, Bill, it's a good 50 miles to the nearest town, due west. Uh-huh. No sign of a road or a highway out here. No sign of anything out here except that giant word help and our skid marks as we came in. Mm-hmm. That and a few sheets of tail section that decided to peel off along the ground. <laughs> I guess this plane was made to use wheels, huh? I don't see how you can be chipper at a time like this.
0: Captain? I'm just trying to get an idea of a way to reach that town before nightfall. I have a feeling this plane will get pretty cold tonight. And
2: I wouldn't like to see any of us here when that happens. And too bad we don't have a, a sailboat like that crane fellow back there is used to. The wind's in a, exactly the right direction to sail us right into town. Yeah,
0: that would be swell, wouldn't it? Hey, hey wait a minute. Not only would that be good, that is good. Oh, no. We'll do it.
2: Oh, no, please. Uh, I was counting on you to keep your head.
0: I'm not as loco as you think. Come on. We've got a boat to build.
2: It might work, Bill. It just might work. It's got to
0: work. We've got to do all we can to get Mr. Croft on his way to San Francisco.
1: Yeah, and me and my way, too. I could still make that race. You've got to make this race
0: first, Toby. Now, tell us what you need. We'll do the best we can.
2: Who would ever thought it? Building a a sail sled on a ripped-off tail section.
1: Man, it ought to slip across this snow like nobody's business. If it's good enough, maybe we could even start a new sport or something. (laughs)
0: I don't think it would be a very good idea, Toby. Why not? The airline companies would probably start complaining that they were running out of tail sections. (laughs) (laughs) Now let's get to work. If this sail sled is going to do us any good, we'll have to do it well and in a hurry. do it. Well, Toby, you think you can sail this thing?
1: Think? I know I can. Uh, with with one addition to it, though. What's that? Sail. Well, here they
2: are, right on time. These are as many sheets as a stewardess could spare. Well, they ought to do it. As soon as we rig these things up, we'll be on our way.
0: Uh, you might tell the doctor that we'll be ready to leave soon.
2: He's already getting his things together.
0: Everyone is watching from the plane windows. When we get to the nearest town, we'll send help right away. I think it's best if you stay here with the plane, Captain. Oh, uh,
2: I wouldn't leave it anyhow. What's funny? Oh, I was just thinking. Any other time this would happen, everybody would be scared and confused. But, you know, with the way you've kept things happening, everybody's been too fascinated to even
1: think of being frightened. Well, you just keep them fascinated, Captain. Captain. And we'll have help out here in next to no time. Well, Toby. Huh?
0: That's the first time I've heard you even mention anyone else since we boarded the plane hours ago. Huh?
1: Yeah. I guess that's right. Well, uh, this makeshift sail is just about in place. If the dock's coming, let's get here. We ain't waiting around after it's strung.
2: Well, this is it. All I can say is thanks, Bill, and the rest of you. And, boy, I do hope you make it all right.
1: There's a thousand things that could go wrong, but we ain't thinking about them. All set? All set here. I'm ready, too. Now, remember what I said about shifting your weight, in case we should get hit by a crosswind and start to topple over. I'll do my best. Me, too. So long. Good luck. Let's get moving. Man, this is speed. Are you sure you can handle it? No, but I'm sure I shouldn't going kind to of try. Phew. He sure is a cold one today, Marthy.
3: See my wash on the land probably free as
2: death. <laughs> Ooh, I always like to see things like that. It, it actually looks like a whole lot of fellers kicking up their heels and having a wing ding <laughs> Oh,
3: Hank, you're all seeing things as kids. You don't need my wash line to inspire your
1: imagination. Uh, how you talk. Me always seeing things. Why, I, I t- Well, what's the matter, Hank? You look like you're seeing a ghost. I ain't sure what I'm seeing. Uh, look, Marthy. Oh, what's that? Oh, dear.
2: Get down in the car, Marthy. Whatever it is, it's, it's coming this way.
3: Oh, Hank. I'm sorry for everything I ever said against you. Shh.
2: There's some fellows on that thing, and one of them's got some sort of uniform on.
3: Do they look like folks we know?
2: Can't say. They's all bundled against the cold.
3: Is it one of them spaceships?
2: It's stopping. Keep down and you keep quiet.
3: Hello there.
0: Well, they, they at least speak our language.
3: Hey, uh, Odie. If they say anything about taking them to your leader, we're done for. Shh.
0: Could we talk to you for a minute, please?
1: Oh, dear. Well, here goes. Uh, they,
0: Did you want me for something? We're trying to find the nearest town. Can you tell us how to get there? Right down that way. Bye. Hey, wait. Wait a minute. We need your help. Hey, don't leave yet. Hey, wait. I suppose we do look a little strange.
3: Did he say how far away it is? No,
0: I don't think it can be too far. What well, makes you think so? I doubt whether that car of his could make a very long trip and not be overheated, even on a day
3: like this.
1: Well, anyhow, we've found a road to follow. Oh, thank God,
3: Bill. I'm beginning to feel hopeful again. So am I, Doctor. Let's go. <laughs>
0: Okay, Colonel. Yes, right. Thank you. Goodbye, sir. Our rescue team is going right out to the plane with a bus. They'll all be safe and sound real soon. That's good to hear.
3: Now I must set
0: about getting it. I've already arranged for a plane to carry you to San Francisco, Doctor. It's only a few hundred miles from here. And the local ranger headquarters is happy to fly you there. Oh, you
3: can come, too, Toby. There's plenty of room. Oh,
1: that's swell.
3: It's really wonderful of you, Bill. I believe I'll be there in time to do that patient some good. At least I hope so.
1: You guys, I can't figure you out. What's the matter, Toby? Well, you remember what you said back in the plane about me only talking about myself, I mean. Oh, (laughs) that just slipped out, Toby. I'm sorry I said anything about it. No, I'm glad you did. I've been thinking the whole way here. You're right. All I ever talk about is myself. The funny thing that I just realized is that you guys never talk about yourselves. And when the whole thing's boiled down, you guys are the ones who people will thank and look up to and all that. I think the problem you have, Toby, is,
3: at least in one way, something along my line. Is there something wrong with my heart? You might say that. Ah, come on. Yes, I think there is something wrong there. I, I believe it's... that it's hard.
1: Hard? My heart? What are you talking about?
0: We'll talk more about it on the way, Toby. Here comes the Ranger car to pick us up.
1: I never heard of a hard heart.
3: So you see, Toby, you're
1: setting your life's aims high, but but just not high enough. It's making sense, Doc. No matter how much I make of myself, I can never make something that would please God. Who, oh, after all, one day we shall face
3: and give an account of what we've done with his gift of life. Well, that kind of takes the wind out of my sails in more ways than one. When those sails get completely
0: empty, Toby... That's the time to ask God's forgiveness because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. When that forgiveness is granted, those sails of yours will be filled again, but with the Holy Spirit. times, boys and girls, we can mix up what is supposed to be the best that this life offers with the best that God, the giver of this life, offers. The Bible tells us many times that what God has for us is what is best for us. I hope you know what that means. Well, see you next week for more adventure with
3: Ranger
1: Bell
2: This program was produced in the radio studios of the Moody Bible Institute in Chicago.